have Wes Junior right here in studio. Good morning, Wes. Good morning, Nisha. How are you doing? I am doing well. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thanks. Uh, trying to adjust to this colder weather, but otherwise doing well. All right. I've got you clear there on the mic, plugged in, ready for action. Okay, so this morning we're actually talking about such an interesting topic, Wes. And um, I think it's so important because people want to know how can they make that extra buck. Just this morning we were looking at if you work on Robin Island, you probably... I saw that. You can earn more than the average Cape Town salary, right? Come on. Like, no. So people are looking at these little places where they can really fall into these gaps. So today we're talking about tax-free saving accounts. Okay, so I think this is phenomenal. Now this week we are having a look at these tax-free savings accounts. Of course, you are giving us the how-to and so forth. But how they can also be incorporated incorporated into our portfolio. We will also have a look at what some of the advantages are and some things to look out for, which I think that is the thing that makes us nervous. We don't know what the pitfalls are or what are the troubles we should look out for, but that's why we have a West Junior here in studio. <laughs> so let's start with getting an explanation of what exactly a tax-free savings account is. Yeah, so the, the term tax-free savings account, I'm going to call them TFSA, just shorter. And mm-hmm. um, it's a very broad term for a savings account. And it can take the form of, it can be a bank account, a fixed deposit, a money market fund, a unit trust or an exchange traded fund. And you can choose to open up these TFSAs either through a bank or an asset manager like Alan Gray or Coronation or a life insurer like Old Mutual or Sunlam. There's plenty of places that you can open these things up. Okay. And as the name suggests, its purpose is for savings, but it's quite important to make a distinction here between short-term savings and long-term savings. So mm-hmm. tax-free savings accounts, they are much more suited for long-term savings. Like something like if you've got young kids and you want to start saving for their university or you want to st- save for a family holiday in 10 years' time or 15 years' time, that's your time horizon. It's way better than compared to short-term savings such as emergency funds for new car tires when you need it or house expenses for a plumber or something. Um, and the reason for, for, the, for that is that the tax benefits that are actually only realized over a longer period of time. Okay. Okay. Very, very interesting. Okay. So that's good distinction that you've made there uh, using the TFSA's uh, long-term savings as opposed to the short-term savings. Can you take it a bit further and explain why is it the, the case more in detail? Okay. So let's look at why it's not good for short-term investing. So currently, as an individual, you are allowed to make 36,000 Rand a year. That's the contribution mm-hmm. that you can make towards a TFSA. And over your life, time you've got an amount of 500,000 so that works out to 15 years but any over contribution made in a tax year so let's say you've got 50,000 that you want to put in that 14,000 that's over the limit is going to be taxed at 40% so you definitely don't want to be exceeding your limits and then it's important to keep in mind that any unused portion of your annual contribution can't be rolled forward. So as an example, if you contributed 26000 this year, you've still got a remaining 10000 That doesn't carry forward to next year, which then allows you to do forty six. You can still only ever do 36000 a year. Oh, wow. But the nice thing is that you can withdraw money from your TFSA as and when you choose. But you must carefully consider your withdrawals because every time you withdraw, it's deducted from your lifetime allowance. So again, let's use an example. If you have got 200,000 in your TFSA, 
say. That means on your 500,000, you've still got 300,000 left. Okay. But now if you go and take that 200,000 out and now you've got nothing left in your TFSA, you don't still have 500,000 that you can make. You've only now got a further 300,000. So you've actually now gone and used up or eaten away at 200,000 of your lifetime allowance. Okay, sure. Okay, so we've seen now with any regular withdrawals, it reduces the total money that is available. So it won't make sense if, for example, you invest 30K in a year, in year one, and then withdraw 30K the same year as you are right back to where you started. Now, you only have 470,000 left in your lifetime benefit to use. So can you give us more detail on long-term advantages? Yes, that was such a good example, Alicia. Yeah, so um, long-term, every person, I'm just going to explain uh, some some tax stuff that everyone has every year, is that you are allowed an interest uh, exemption of 23800 a year. So in other words, any money that you've earned from interest from having cash in the bank, you're not taxed on that interest until you reach 23800 Okay. And then in the same way, any capital gains that you make on any shares that you hold you um, or any other assets that you sell, you've got 40,000 Rand a year, every year as, a, as an exemption. So again, just to put some of that in perspective, in order to earn 23,800 Rand in interest, and, and that's if you had a good rate of let's say 5%, you need roughly half a million or 500,000 in the bank. So you can re- imagine that most of us, <clears throat> we don't actually fully use this interest exemption. Now, with the tax-free savings account, in the early years, year one and year two, your interest exemption and your CGT exemption that you get inside your tax-free savings account, it's actually very similar to what you would get in any case as an individual, regardless of whether you had your money in a tax-free savings account or if you had it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So there isn't actually much benefit in those early years. But once you start to accumulate value in your tax-free savings account, so let's say after 15 years, let's just say you've been making your 36,000 Rand a year contribution and you've earned a steady growth of 5%, which is just slightly above inflation. After 15 years, you've contributed 500,000, but your value there will be worth 815,000. Sure. Now, if you had that money in the bank, and again, let's say it was at 5%, you'd be earning 41,000 Rand in interest, of which now you're going to get taxed on 17,000 of that interest. But if it's in a tax-free savings account now, it's all tax-free for as many years as you have that in the tax-free savings account. Okay, wow. Okay, great. That actually gives it so much more um, insight into that. So now we hopefully understand it better. We understand what the purpose of the tax-free savings account are and then also how we can best utilize them. Are there any other tips or things that we should know about? So what makes tax-free savings accounts particularly attractive is that individuals can invest in different asset classes without paying any income tax, dividends tax, capital gains tax, or any other tax. But that being said, just bear in mind that your contributions, so if you're putting in your 36000 a year, they are not tax deductible, as is the case with a retirement annuity. So uh, meaning just from a tax efficiency perspective, my opinion, retirement annuities still take first prize because of the tax deduction that you get on your contributions. Sure. Um, from a, from a, a regulatory or legal or govern, governing perspective, your tax-free savings accounts, they must be transparent and your fees must be reasonable and no, no one is allowed to charge performance fees. So they are fairly cheap. 
And then as a as kind of a tip, I just think this is such a great thing for grandparents who are wanting to gift their grandkids something for their 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. This is just a wonderful tool for accumulation for the next generation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, there you have it. Thank you so much, Wes, giving us more information and also so helpful. And I think we all want to make those savings and make a difference, and but do it well and know what to do. And once again, that is why we need someone who understands these things and who can tell us how, why, what and what's the best fit for us. So if you're out there and you want to connect with Wes, you can send him an email, Wesley at Multitrust.net. You can also find him on our social media. If you go to our Facebook page, you'll find him on Radio Halderberg. Wes is there with his details. Or you can also give him a call on his phone number. 079-165-2325. And there you have it. Thank you so cool. much, Wes. Thanks, Lucia. We'll see you next week. <laughs> see you next time.